after, after I watch Ocean 30, you, you gotta retire, fam. You gotta go inspire the youths, man. Raise awareness, you know? Start a whole football <laughs> team. I remember, I'll see some tweets. I'm like, damn! Like, I remember somebody said I looked like a malnourished Raymond. We feel Lagos, we are different And is that December? We are different December. <laughs> <laughs> We're different people. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Ejuza. Good tunes, great vibes. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing? It's your boy, 64, touching silly, for a pretty girl, she's catching feelings. Your boy, we're back on Radio Uzo. And um, this is a wonderful weekend. Uh, we just celebrated Thanksgiving, you know. I hope you guys got those texts. The, um, you know, thanks for this, thanks for that. You know, if you didn't get a text from me, I just know I'm thankful about you and I love you regardless. And if you're going to get text regardless, I think you should do something, you know, I think you should change that because that's very telling of how your year is going or maybe the kind of person you are. So, um, try better you know to be nice to people so that way you can get a thanksgiving guest um text so today is a wonderful day i'm having my very 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 first guest on radio uzo y'all give it up let's give it up let's give it up let's give it up so how do i describe her look at that so her not he we're doing great i've known her for a long time okay i've known her since she was born actually um this is my sister um she's great amazing stylist fashion-esque very interesting mind and you, and you guys are going to see that today okay she's wonderful um i love her uh she's very quiet to us in the house but apparently outside the house she's loud apparently i don't know that's how i was told when i went to school though but y'all give it up to my sister ihoma or ihoma or ihoma i think that says nice to meet you nice to meet you so awesome 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 so she's a little bit you know shy kind of but hopefully that changes today okay so before we begin, first questions, first question. We're gonna play a game, okay? Quick game, and it's gonna let's go. Let's go. Would you rather? And just like let me know kind of how you feel about certain things, okay? So first question: Would you rather own five planes or own five houses? Five planes to fly places. To like. Why? There's so many places in the world, and with houses, you'll be stuck in certain places for certain periods of time. So, I like the planes because it's like nomadic in a way. She said it's nomadic in a way. I love that. I love that. So basically, you're telling me that. But what if you can have five houses in five different spots in the, in the, in the world? Have a, something to get me there. Okay. Awesome. 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 So now, um, just to like, I guess, get into more. Um, cool stuff personal stuff so i guess would you like try to talk about yourself honestly like without if if i, I can do a good job but like, i want you to, like you know honestly like let's say no one's met you before and you're going to meet you like tomorrow how would you describe yourself to them at times i'm very introverted and i feel like my first my second impression is like the best impression you will get of me because usually the first one i'm usually just like hyperventilating and sweating i'm just like meeting new people is hard but after a while you know it just gets you know the same i just get comfortable in a way yeah awesome 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 that's cool interesting i know you were, i know you were nervous like that i know you're nervous do you have anxiety yeah but it's some sometimes it feels it 
like the anxiety like fuels me to like keep talking and continuing the conversations instead of like hiding away you know in like a weird way so that kind of explains like the sweating and the half of it because like you feel like you have to keep talking and keep talking yeah okay 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 cool 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 cool. interesting interesting awesome so again one other thing about here my you will know is she okay in my family the five of us right and she's the only girl and the last girl and it's it's a weird spot to be in because one, she's the baby at the house. But she's also the first girl at the house, and there's that weird dynamic. From what I've learned, because I've spoken to other friends of mine who are um, first daughters, they always make it seem like you know the first daughter, even if she's like the second or third born, has to be like the mom of the family almost. Like she's like the second, second mom who's thinking of the other, like you know, even the older ones and whatnot. So it's interesting that for her, she's in a spot where she's the first girl, but she's the last sibling. She's the youngest one, so she's both the baby of the house. And um, the, I guess the first daughter and whatever responsibility that comes with being in an Igbo family. So could you speak to that, I guess that dynamic you feel like, you know, being the last girl, also being the first, no, being the last, um, last kid, but also being the first daughter. Being um, the last kid meant like I have no dibs on anything and whatever my decision is, it will always be last before everyone else's. But also being the first girl, it just feels like certain responsibilities of me are different. I don't think they should be different, but it's just my opinion. Like what? I don't know, just like regular household things and expectations in life. Like, oh, you're supposed to do this or do that and stuff like that. Be specific. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, um, certain household things, like... Okay, I can not be specific again. I'm being vague. Okay, like, I don't know. There's a period of my life where I always, I always had to, like, wash the dishes. Or, like, if my uh, mommy comes home, she's like, why didn't you, like, mop the kitchen or clean the kitchen? I never knew that was expected of me. But it's always, like, an, in her head, it should be, like, a expectation that before I come home, the kitchen should always be clean by you. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And that's and that's, and that's that's true. I'm not going to lie. Because that's something happened, too. Um, for me, though, it was kind of like, you know, Growing up, you know, we all had our different chores, and I feel like literally over time it is reduced. Like I remember, like at, at one point back in Nigeria, I used to sweep the entire compound with the broom. Like you know how big that compound was, I swept that home like every Saturday. So I feel like, I guess for us, um, when it comes to like just use you like the chores that's put of you, I, I don't think we were too like critical of mommy because we felt like, well, you know, it's not as much as we used to do, so there's no problem, you know, and whatnot. So yeah. But anyway, that's interesting. So, um, another question now. I want to dive into, like, y- you guys, you know. And by you guys, I mean, like, I know we're all Gen Z, but, like, you guys are a different variation of Gen Z. Um, how do you and... Yeah, just go ahead. How old are you? I am 14. So she's 14. Um, what's your height? 5'9". She's 5'9", she's 14. Guys, I'm 6'4". Like, it's in a family. It's a blood thing. You said blood. It's there. We do it. Awesome. So now, I want you to speak on, like, your generation. How do you feel like, you know, your, I guess, your real Gen Z, but obviously, you know, you guys have a different variation. For me, I feel like you guys are, like, the TikTok slash K-pop slash, I don't, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what y'all do, honestly. So, like, could you, like, tell me, like, okay, what are people your age into when it comes to, like, you know, I guess, social media and pop culture and, yeah, stuff like that? Pretty much everything. In a way, it's good and bad because at some points it makes, in my opinion, I've seen some people just like 
because some of the apps that we use are short circuit, you can like take someone else's opinion. And it's like very hard to like form your own opinion and like your own sense of identity because look at all these things around you. You can just like pick which variation around you you want to be like, that you want to incorporate into your life. Interesting. So you feel like it's a problem. We have like so many options and like so many opinions. And so I guess to be more specific, like okay, what apps and like what are the apps you use daily? Um, the apps I use are probably Discord because I deleted Inst- uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and like TikTok because d- they just weren't good for like my like sense of identity in a way. So the only app you have is Discord. Yeah. So what do you do on Discord? It's just like a server where people just talk, and it's not, and it's like you you can't really get, you know how like most uh, CEOs like to make sure your notifications are always on, and you can see whatever everyone is doing, so you feel like there's a need to not miss out on the world? Yeah, there's not really that. It's like a slow-paced thing that if someone talks, someone talks, and that's just reality. That reminds me of what's actually happening right now. It's called Clubhouse. It's kind of like what we're on right now, actually. It's the same thing as audio space, and it's very, like, real-time and whatnot. But I've seen it that it can be also very addicting because I see people on there for, like, hours of the day. So, get on ask you a question. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you've asked the question already. So, why did you delete the apps on your phone? I felt like time in my life could have... I felt like the time in my life could be used better, for lack of words, like sometimes I would just scroll instead of like I don't know stretching and like fixing my back I would spend hours just scrolling on Instagram did I like the things no but it was a lot better than like being involved in the real world in a way so you're 14 and you have an interesting sense of time right I'm I'm just bringing that for me so for me right now I am 23 I feel like you know not gonna lie I feel like life's moving really fast like Next year I'll be 24, the other day I'll be next I'm 25, and then before I'm 30. And I don't know why, but for some, for some reason we feel like 30 is that age where, um, yeah, your life has to be looking like together and whatnot, you know? Uh, so for me, I, I, I want to like, speak on you. Like, right now you're in high school, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's pressure. I don't say there's no pressure, but I'm sure there's pressure. But, like, honestly, you're 14. Like, in six years you'll be 20, honestly. How is time for you? Like, wh- how is time? Like, is time, how is time, like, what, what's pressing to you and what's not? It's I'm always being reminded that oh your freshman year is very important for colleges and they look at that and it's just like reputation is very very rampant in a reputation is very rampant in a way and like keeping a good one is essential that's what they keep telling us but yeah so you mean like by saying like oh be careful what you post on the internet that type thing that and more else so yeah okay interesting interesting. so um i guess you're 14 um i'm sure i mean you're also very intelligent so i'm wondering like what are your plans like where do you see yourself again what do you want to do with your life i mean is that is that a is that a also the question what do you want to do, what do you want to do with your life is that a that a scary question and do you have an answer for that i don't think anyone has an answer for that because me in like middle school i did not I had like everything planned out and all like my classes and things, but like now I'm not doing like, like my list that I made, just like life completely changes in a way. You might think you like this, but like after a while your mind changes. So for me, I don't like, I have vague plans, but I don't like stick strictly to them because I never know where like I might be in three years and stuff like that. Interesting. So I guess can you give examples of things you thought you're going to be doing and 
I guess what changed and whatnot. I feel like I've like been better to myself in a way because in middle school things were easier. I didn't really have to study about anything, and then when I got to high school, it was like, well, okay, I actually did learn how to study and stuff like that. And I thought I was gonna be like this smart, excelling student, just like always doing, always knowing how to like. I never had to try. I'm always like a natural in such subjects. And I realized that's not reality anymore. I can't keep um, continue that path. And it just made me, I don't know, just hesitant a lot about a lot of things in a way. Did, so, so your idea of yourself changed, right? Because you felt like you know what I. Things have come naturally for me over time, and now I'm in a space where I have to work hard, kind of, for things. And that's what happened to me in college, honestly. I, I got that rude awakening in college where, you know, I felt like, you know, things not, should have come naturally to me before, but, like, now I have to, like, really learn things from scratch, actually put in work and effort to, like, study and whatnot. And so, I guess, for you, has that made you change some goals? And what goals have you changed specifically? Like, give, give us examples. I feel like my, like, in middle school, I was like, oh, if you're in regular, I had, like, this weird, like, stigma around regular classes, and I thought, oh, that would never be me. I just, I don't have to worry about that. Now, I, like, I kind of want to do them more, but I can't really do that because of, like, the status I'm in right now. But, oh, I was talking, I did not answer the question. Goals. What goals did I have? I was like, I'm going to be in student council, national honor society while being in COVID at the same time and all these responsibilities and stuff being in key club I can't do that I I realized I have a very short attention span and I feel like I sometimes disappoint people when I don't put as much effort as I should to certain projects so I was like I'm not gonna waste their time I'm just gonna do me and just do something that fits my priorities so with that then what do you prioritize what do you spend your time on um spend my time sleeping and the clubs i do now are just like regular things that i can spend my day and put my craft into that i want to do like let me think about it i'm in poetry club and each day we have to come in with a poem and i just like the like workload that we have and it just helps me get like creatively better in a way I'm in a filmmakers club that I really wanted to do, and we're making a script right now, and I really like the direction it's going. So, yeah, I'm in a visual arts club, just like arts in general that I never really explored in um, my previous classes because I was too focused on my academics in a way. Interesting, interesting. I love, I love that you say that because uh, for me, one thing we've noticed growing up from you, you were very, you had a very creative outlet. We've seen like the things you've painted, like the cutouts, the you know collages you've made. We know, okay, yeah, she's probably very artsy. Now, even growing up now, I mean, even to today, we see like the, the for me, I'm very heavy on fashion, so I see like the pieces you put together, like I've, and to go to, just to be in the house. You get me, like. You're not leaving the house in your room, but having a whole fit to go to. I don't know what it's for. It's hilarious. I always think you go to the park to go like to the park to go like take pictures and whatnot. But nah, you're actually just that's your creative outlet. So the fact that you have, I guess, switched gears from like I guess your whole party on academics to like I guess the creatives or the the arts and whatnot. Do you feel like that's gonna have an impact on your future life? Do you see yourself working in like 
spaces that are more art driven as opposed to like i guess academia like for example like me i'm doing med school and whatnot that's all heavy academia and whatnot i have an art outlet i do podcasting i do graphics i have fashion i have other outlets but my main focus like what stresses me out what keeps me up at night it's the academia part for you in the future do you feel like you're gonna be more driven in like the the um what's it called because again there's that whole aspect of you know you have to grow up you know that get art school and whatnot but like you know eventually you have to grow up and do something that's fun or not, not fun but like that'll pay the bills and whatnot okay so for you do you feel like self, do you feel yourself like trying to work to be established in those art spaces or will you eventually quote-unquote i guess grow up and do more i guess stuff in academia if it's maybe like doing like career science or stem or something i don't know or or, or banking or, mar- or, mar- or marketing or whatever yeah, I definitely understand what you're trying to say. I just, I decided not to put all my eggs in a basket, and I was like, if this doesn't work out, I can just do forensic science or be a botanist, because they're not, they're just like the two interesting careers out there that just appeal to me in a way, but yeah, I definitely know what you mean, just like, oh, you can't just stay at home and paint all day that's not you're not gonna do anything with that and like at some points in like an artist's life you just have no creativity or like a creative block and i fear that sometimes i fear that that would like impact me in the future and i'm just like broke in a way yeah like for example like they're starving artists and that's one thing we see right now even like events in the world like for example like the coronavirus and whatnot they can show you i guess the the weight, uh, the weight of kind of like your, I guess your endeavors and whatnot. Like for example, we have a lot of artists who are like you know really trying to best like sell the work right now because, you know, they, they can't provide. Like they, they none of who have a priority for the arts right now. Everyone's trying to like you know save up, get money for like the food, and just whatnot. And artists don't have that space because like we can't meet up anymore in person. It's like go to an art gallery or art view and whatnot. So, I can see exactly like you know the whole idea of a starving artist. Those guys are actually proper starving right now so i like that you know you even brought that up um so i think we've spoken on like we could, we could like you know so many other things i guess for me now i also like oh, your opinion on the world like you feel like um your age being like you know 14 and whatnot do you care how, how do you view the world do you feel like you know you're just you're just you, you feel like i mean for sure i know you can't vote and all that stuff but do you feel like you have a voice do you feel like um or are you just waiting to grow up and then you can actually do what you want to do? Or do you feel like right now you, you're letting the, I guess, quote-unquote, the adults take over and do whatever they want to do? And you guys are just, you guys are just, are just going to have to, like, deal with what's left. Or I, I don't know what your perspective is, but like, I guess, what's your perspective on the world? Like, do you feel like, you know, how do you feel about it? Like, or, or, do you, or do you think about it? Yeah, I think about it a lot. And how, at times, you might not have, you feel like you're hopeless and you sometimes beat yourself up because you're like, I want to help this so bad and I feel so, like... This is very important to me, but I, I don't know, like, I, don't, I might not have the means to do it in a way. But at the same time, like, with our generation, in a way, like, not like Generation Z, but like, the part that I'm in, I feel like we do care about these things, and at times, I'll admit, we don't take them as seriously as we should, but we're, but we're young, we'll learn, and it's just the beginning in a way. It's just the beginning. I love that. I feel like, you know, even this year has been a very uh, heavy on awareness, you know. Summer, we had, like, you know, the whole protest. I don't know if you know about the, the NSARS movement going on in Nigeria, the NSARS movement. I'm sure you hear about that as, as well. Um, I guess in your, I, I mean, I don't know how social you are as a person, honestly. 
but do you feel like you know you were having a lot of conversations about global events or would you feel like it was just on some like i don't know i feel like us we feel like people your age y'all just think about boys and like makeup or whatever and shit like that but i know i know, I know obviously you're different so that's why i'm that's why you're, you're on here because I, I love the, the way your mind works so i feel like you know again with everything happening this year the summer coronavirus what were the kind of conversation you were having with your friends like wh- what was that about um contrary to belief we do not all just think about makeup and like social media i feel like social media was like an outlet to sometimes like point out at other people like why aren't you talking about this in a way or and if we can't talk about it then we'll just talk about it like with our friend groups in a way but yeah let me see Hmm. i feel like we try our best in a way and it might seem like very little but at the same time anything is better than nothing you see i'm sorry my mind is going blank right now it's okay it's okay yeah that's fine we'll we'll get back to that later um so now let's get more i guess light and whatnot with it one thing about you that i love is your your music taste um your you you play some i mean you you, also you put me on but like it sounds sonically pleasing like the stuff you listen to is amazing and i want to get into it but then I heard you into K-pop, so that I was like, I don't really trust her mind anymore, cause I don't feel like, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, wow, you, uh, you know, I thought you had great taste in music, you know, it, it just sounds amazing, but now you're into K-pop, so I'm like, what's the disconnect and what's going on? Also, what don't we know about K-pop? Cause I feel like, you know, y'all have it something. It's like y'all know something we don't know. So can you tell about K-pop and what's all that? Um, K-pop is not bad. That's let me start that out for you. It doesn't it's just me exploring my music taste and not sticking to one box okay k-pop i feel like everyone's head when they hear k-pop is k-pop stands and how scary and how apocalyptic they are yes. but i feel like you never thing is you have to like find your band that like reaches out to you it's a it's like a fun thing in a way it's like what's your band my band would be Red Velvet, Luna, Wavy, NCT127. Like, you don't know who any of those people are. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what you're saying right now. But I'm sure some listeners do. And um, that's interesting you say that, okay? So, okay, I guess a, a question for you now is, okay, so that's cool. So I guess your music, like, when did you start exploring, like, different genre i guess what's your i guess give us your history of music like what's your relationship with music growing up like what did you listen to growing up and when and when did that change and when did you become aware of that you know what i like this i don't like that and whatnot when it came to music before i used to like whenever it came to music either whatever was on the radio or whatever i heard you or any of my other brothers playing i was like okay i like that i guess but then like i got like a spotify account and let me see what I started out with. It was mostly like Beyonce, Kanye West, Rihanna, and just them three shuffling over and over again. But then like, I think around sixth grade, I was like listening to like old people stuff. I don't know, hipster stuff, some might, some might say. Like, I don't know, like anything. Like the Beatles or like 90s music or hip hop and things like that. I was like, I kind of like this music and I know it's different. But then that did not spiral into what it should have been. I kind of like was pretentious as hell about the music. So it just kept me in a box. I was like, 
I can't listen to I can't listen to popular music. I can't. It's not like the popular music was bad. I just like in my head I was like I cannot like it was like a poison in a way. If I touched it, I would lose all of my credit as this high um, critic for music if I listened to popular music. And then like around eighth grade, I was like, no, Ariana Grande is not that bad. You know, maybe I was just being too judgmental, but. I felt like putting myself in a box wouldn't wouldn't help me in a way, and it just like limited my experiences to hearing new music. So yeah. Awesome. I think I, I think that's pretty cool that you said what you said because I feel like for me I found myself in those spaces where I am. I'm not saying for me right now. I'm not saying I'm in a box, but I like what I like. I'm probably just like what I like. I know what works for me. I'm also there are days when I feel like explain, but for the most part, I have the same people on shuffle, on replay, and all that stuff on the same rotation. Um, so that's interesting you say that. So I guess right now, um, if you, so, let's say I mean, let's say I was to, I was to explore some music. Okay, give us like you know the genre and the artist that you feel like this is really really dope and you'd like. Korean R&B. We don't talk about it enough, and we should. Can you pass me my phone. I'll, we have. Okay. Yeah, she's gonna she's, she has a phone right now. She's gonna put us on some Korean R and B, and we're gonna see what's going on with that. Interesting, interesting love. But yeah, in the meantime, you know, just as a reminder, you listen to Radio Uzo right now with my sister Ihama. Uh, she's fourteen, and we're just discussing like you know life and you know stuff like that. You know, just cool things like that, and we're trying to see like you know where her views and things and kind of like you know just kind of like you know I guess a general basis for sure. I'll, we'll have a back for sure again, but it's like a first intro, and um, yeah. So go ahead. Um, one song I would recommend listening to, "Coming of Age Ceremony" by Park Ji Yoon. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering it. And then another person I've been listening to. I don't know why we don't talk about her enough. She's she's big, but like I never like got her music. Right now I've been listening to a lot of Janet Jackson, and I don't know why she's not as popular as she should be. I heard someone said like after some Super Bowl thing, Justin Timberlake like messed her up for centuries but it doesn't matter right now her music is good her my favorite album by her is the velvet rope just every song on that's it just w- take a walk to that album is what i'm trying to say <laughs> okay we'll i would definitely take a walk to the album for sure what else have we been listening to i've been listening to a lot of bjork and kate bush and at first, when I was listening to Kate Bush, uh, I mean, I mean, Bjork, I was like, how does one listen to this music? Her voice is very slow. Sometimes my attention span just skips over it. And, like, her music, I don't think there's one song that sounds dissimilar to the next one. Okay, that's bad grammar, but forget about it. But just trying to get into her is hard for any human being. I feel like you can't go to Bjork. Bjork comes to you when you're shuffling your playlist and it just pops up and you just listen. You shut up, you put your hands down, and you just jam out. Okay, that's that's interesting. So Bjork, okay, I think I will, I mean, I'm gonna listen to this again this, and I will take notes of these artists and I will try and listen to them for my own, you know, no, I guess understanding. Okay, quick thing, do you hear about um, The weekend being snubbed for the, for the Grammys? Do you hear about that? The Grammys happened? Wait, the Grammys already happened? No, the nominations happened. Oh, he didn't get in, he didn't get nominated. Why? Yeah, he got zero nominations. Like, makes no sense. I mean, we know the Grammys weren't like you know a serious academy for the first place or like a serious organization, but like 
it's very weird now it's just very very weird yeah that's not that's not right so before we go i guess you know this is a, a genre i'm into afrobeats and whatnot how do you feel about afrobeats honestly i haven't listened to it i the things with like beats the closest i've listened to is like house music and that's it so you're more like heavy on like melody as opposed to like the heavy like beating like beats i guess the heavy no i think i like either one i don't really have a certain taste or preference to anything but yeah i, I just feel like i don't know i haven't gotten to it i guess all right then all right so yeah um, if you describe 2020 in one word okay just describe 2020 in one word and this is like you know i guess the global events and the personal events that happen in your life what would that world what would that word be change you when you think something's the same it just each month is like a different genre and a different thing to worry about so it just feels like nothing whatever you think might 20 2020 might go as it always surprises you all over and over and over again anyway yeah that's a that's i feel like exactly because literally every month has been some new stuff good and bad you know good and bad you know just some just there's a theme every month it's it's low-key exhausting to keep a grasp on hope just keep a grasp but i feel like if you can i guess win 2020 if you can win 2020 you have a good grasp on like life because you look like you know you really have a good turnaround time able to adapt you know and whatnot and if you can't that's no pressure like there's no pressure to win it it's just you're learning about yourself and you know your i guess your limitations and whatnot so this is very very cool um again we shared one mic it was hard to move back and forth, so maybe, maybe the audio might be a little bit low because it's just a lot of things in there. But I'm glad we had this, you know, this this conversation was nice. I know in like maybe 10 episodes or more, I'll have it back and you'll see the different, how crisp it is now because I'll have different other things to work with. But again, this is amazing. This is amazing, amazing. So again, shout out to uh, Mihama, my sister, for like being our first guest on Radio Uzo. I'm really excited for this. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And um, before we leave, yeah, my journal, leave us with anything, any piece of advice or nuggets for you have for people out there. I have a quote. She has a quote. Okay. Okay. Please. Please bless us. What was what, what, this quote? Okay, here it is. Forgiveness is giving up on the hope that the past can be any different. Let me say it again. Show me, show me, show me. Her quote is, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past can be any different. Wow. Let's sit with that for a second, okay? You have a wonderful time, okay? Love y'all. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.